Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, we're going to go to the phones real quick. Let me just take care of some business. SNS Tire Services, the West Valley. They have three locations in the West Valley, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have a comprehensive line of tires and different brands of each tire, each size. So they're going to have anything that you want. What's really nice is is that you can give them, they'll take the size off the sticker of your car or off the tires that you have, and then you say to them, I'd like good, better, or best. And they'll give you three prices, out-the-door prices, for four tires mounted and balanced, all the FET, all the sales tax, all that jazz. And then you can decide what's best for you. Maybe you're going to sell the car, so you want the good ones. Maybe it's your wife's car and she just drives around town and never gets on the freeway, so you get the better. And then maybe your wife drives long distances, so you want the best. That's what it's all about. But SNS has everything between wheelbarrow tires and tractor tires and everything in between. And they do all the stuff that's related to tires, like alignment, suspension work, stuff like that. So if you're looking for new tires, can I suggest if you're on the west side, stop by SNS for a quote. Evelyn, good morning to you. How can I help you? I'm just so thrilled to talk to you. Oh, well, thank you for that. I've been listening to you for for the last three stations. I don't know how many years that goes. I just need to ask you some questions. Sure. Things that are bothering me. I had my transmission redone at uh, Adolph uh, almost a year ago. Okay. And I want to take it in. Again, is he still working? His son is. Pardon me? Adolph kind of has retired, but his son is running the business. He is doing and it still. A- Adolph stops by to pick up his check and to cause trouble, just like all of us dads do. But um, it's the same organization. And I think what you would say, Evelyn, is you just say, I'd like to bring it in and have you just look it over to make sure everything is still okay because you overhauled it a year ago. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Then another problem, um, I w- was sending my car to somewhere uh, at 40th and Bell. Okay. And I live near 32nd and Greenway. Okay. You know, near the 51. Right. And um, I got a little annoyed with them over, partly over the transmission. So I went, we started going to Kelly Clark, and we just got a letter the other day that they're changing. Yes, yes, Kelly. Kelly um, Kelly is is in his 80s. And he's he's retired, and uh, another chain facility came in and bought his business, um, and he he accepted their offer. So Kelly still has a 12th and Glendale store, right? Um, and kind of far away. Is Kurt a little closer to me, maybe? Yeah, he's I-17 and Bell, and then there's Action Auto, who is at I-17 and Deer Valley. So if you're if you're close to Bell, Greenway's a mile south, right? I'm near 32nd and and uh, the 51. Okay. All right. In your case, probably Kurtz would be the closest facility. Or yeah. if you went over to Nadine at Air Park Auto, she's about 88th Street uh-huh. in Scottsdale. It's pretty close to Hayden is 80th Street and Pima is 88th Street, and she's right in the middle. I think I can. What's her name of her? It, uh, I listened to it, but 
What is it? It's okay. It's Air Park Auto. Air Park Auto in Scottsdale. Okay, right. Excuse me. I'm I'm 82 and I've had a stroke. <laughs> and I don't always talk like I want to. No, Evelyn, it's quite all right. Um, it's 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 impressive to see that you um, have a good grasp on what's going on with your car. Um, I, I talk to ladies half your age that um, don't even know if it has a security well, system. Well, I know what I don't know. Well, and, and that's important as well, don't you think? Yeah, all and right. I, have, I have a 69 Volkswagen bus oh. that I've had for 39, well, I had it for 39 and a half years ago and it got hit. Yeah. So I had to buy this Honda. So, okay. you know, and my, you know, I had to buy a car. I never bought a car before my husband died. So okay. Years ago. So. Well, Evelyn, when when that happens, your garage is more than happy to be involved with that, um, providing that you ask them, because I know that, that we help divorcees and widow ladies and we help ladies that are just simply single when they want to buy a car and all of us know the process so if it ever happens to you again it's okay to ask your shop can you help me most of us don't charge for that so you know let's narrow down what kind of car you want let's look at the price range let's run that through a search engine to see how many of those cars are available in the, in this particular city. You go look at them and narrow it down to two and then we'll bring them in and we'll do a check over and we'll let you know which one's the best and if you want us to, we'll help you negotiate the price. That's kind of how it works. So if that happens to you, then give me a call and I'll help find somebody that will help you in the area. But I'm sure Kurtz would if that were the opportunity. Thank you, Evelyn. Thank, Thank you very you. much. You betcha. Dan, you're up. Dan, number one. We have two of them. So, Dan, number one, you're up. How can I help you? You know, that's a tough call to follow. That's okay. Hey, on a 2004 Jeep, uh, okay to downshift it on my own. I kind of do it for fun to help braking. No, of course you can. A absolutely, of course you can. Um, I'm sure that as you downshift, you know where you don't downshift anymore. So you know that when you're downshifting from 60 miles an hour and you're coming off the ramp or you're coming onto the ramp and you downshift and you downshift, there's going to come a time you can't put it in the first gear at 45 miles an hour. So, yes, you can do that. There's no harm in that. And I've never seen any transmission guy tell me that this transmission failed because they downshift. So now let me ask you a question. Do you have a button at the end of your shifter? Yeah. Okay, that's first, right? That's the button you push first. Well, I'm doing about 40 in the city. I just go drop in the second. Okay. All right. Because yeah, And now on your Prindle, does it say 1, 2, 3, and OD? I drive uh, 2, 1. It has an overdrive. Okay. All right. Well, you start in overdrive, you kick off overdrive, then you pull it down to the next one, which is typically two or three, and then you pull it down again. But to answer your question bluntly, there's nothing that's going to happen. Other than the fact you're going to slow down with no brake lights, so if the person behind you happens to be on their phone, and all of a sudden you drop 10 miles an hour without brake lights, he's likely to end, he or she is likely to end up in your trunk. Understood. So, all righty. Yeah. One other on your on our seventy seven Dodge Power Wagon. Okay. Um, thanks for that tip of driving it in, in the city, locked in that or a highway. That's good. Why does the uh, limited slip front end want to pull? You know, want to go straight. Yeah, the limited slip front end does want to go straight, but it has every ability to make a tight turn right or left. Correct. Right. It just wants to whip straight. Why did they do that? 
what do you mean it just wants to go straight? Well, I'm in the turn, and uh, if I was let go of the steering wheel, it just wants to go, you know, it wants to go back to going straight. Okay, okay. That's called return to center. Okay, so I know exactly what you're talking about. One finger steering, you roll, roll the steering wheel to the right. Halfway through your turn, you let go and it goes straight. That is a derivative of the caster setting on the front end, which you don't have. So because you don't have a caster setting, most other cars from zero to six degrees caster, you don't have a caster setting, then you're at zero. And so that return to center is absolutely normal. The cost to dial in some caster on that differential would be horrendous. So just leave it the way it is and know that there's nothing wrong with it. Okay? Sure. Taking good care of it. All righty. Well, thank you. Thank you, you very much. Good. You bet. Dan, number two, you're up, buddy. How can we help you? I got a big question for you. Do they still make retread tires? V-tread tires. Oh, retread, retread, you know? Oh, they do in the trucks, the heavy trucks, but no, not in the cars. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I just wonder because I've been seeing a lot of, you know, trash tires on the street. I was wondering if that's from retread. No, um, you mean you're seeing the treads on the roadway. Yeah, they're coming off cars. Yeah, th that's called the gator, right? The the tread. Yeah. Um, every single one of those has got to a point where it overheated the tire, and then the tire came apart, and the tire is made up of two. It's a carcass, a casing, and then the tread. And the tread is typically glued on to the casing. So when you end up throwing the tread off of it, it was underinflated. It had a nail in it, and you didn't pay attention to the air pressure. You overheated it with a load or something like that. During the summertime, between here and Payson and, you know, Phoenix and Payson and Phoenix and Flagstaff, they're all over the road. And there's times you just come up over a hill and there's one right in front of you. So it, it has everything to do with care of your tires, but it has nothing to do with retreads. Yeah, I just wonder if they still had that around, just nope. on trucks. Just on big trucks, yeah. But no, you can't buy... I'm not aware, and I've not seen anybody with a retread in the last 20 years. Yeah, I remember in the 60s and early 70s, they were advertised on TV, get your tires retreaded. Yeah, yeah, the standards are a little higher now, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and the and the big trucks. Well, and not only that, Dan, it, it, it's there's tires out there that are 39, 49, and 59 dollars. And so when you start looking at tires that are that cheap, and that's some of the smaller ones, even what is a 225 or 215.15? Cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah, cheap. I mean, 40, 50 bucks. Okay. So when you have brand new tires of a name that you might have remembered for $55 or $60, then that's a lot better than, than the tree treads. Well, thank you very much okay, for bringing thanks. that. You betcha. Bruce, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, um. Uh... Mark, I got a couple questions about um, some service on my Hevet. Uh, 2011 2500 HD with uh, Duramax diesel. Okay. And I was kind of went through my service records from the dealer and found out they did a coolant change in June of 14 at 15,000 miles, and they just did one uh, June of this year with 30,000 miles. And I'm wondering, is that... Was that a necessary coolant change they did on that? What does your manual say? Uh, I don't know. It's per their, I guess it's per the annual or per the uh, PM schedule that they okay. have for for the uh, for that truck. Okay. Based on what date. year is it? Eleven. It's eleven. Eleven. Let, let me tell you something. This is this this happens all the time. This happens all the time. Um, 
right now their cars are made so good that there's a lot of people starving to death. There's a lot of technicians that don't have a full day's worth of work. <laughs> there's lots going on right now. You have, um, what's the orange coolant, Dex? Dex Cool. You have Dex Cool in there, and if I'm not mistaken, if you look at your manual, what are you guessing on the Dex 60? Cool? 60. I'm guessing 100. Yeah. On an 11, 100. So if if you're at 60 or 100, what's the mileage now? 30,000. Okay. He's that, had it done twice in 30. I know. That's... That is just bad. That is just that there is nothing that they took care of you. That's the difference. Your shop has to take care of you. The shop can't just bend you over and pull your wallet out and take all your money. The shop, the shop's supposed to, the service writer's supposed to protect you from the technician. But, of course, if they're both commissioned, then all of a sudden they go together and they, they tell you, oh, you need a cooling system flush. They don't tell you, we did one a year ago. They don't tell you that this is a 60K service in your owner's manual. But everybody... From the franchise shops to the dealerships to the independent shops and all those transmission shops that are starting to do brake work and all those transmission shops that are starting to do heavy line work and all those transmission shops that have all all of a sudden become air air conditioning experts, all those guys have the same philosophy. So you, I think what I would do is in a nice way. I would ask for a meeting with the service manager, and I would have three pieces of paper. I'd have work order one, work order two, and a copy of what your manual says. Okay. And I would sit in front of him, and I'd say, I'm not going to ask you. Uh, I, I'm not going to take more than 10 minutes of your time. I'm going to leave this with you. Here's work order one, here's work order two, and here's my owner's manual. Um, why don't you give me a call and let me know how we can fix this, because I'm more than just a little wound up about this. I had hoped I could hold you to a standard that we look at. And if he says, oh, in Arizona, we don't pay attention to the book, then I don't have anything nice to say. <laughs> okay. That book is written for every single one of the 50 states, and Minnesota in the summertime looks at that book, and Arizona looks at that book, and Death Valley looks at that book. Everybody looks at that book. That book doesn't just say everybody but Arizona. Right. And, and there is no benefit to changing that deck cool early. The, that deck, your motor's not going to love you any more today than it did yesterday. <laughs> okay. All righty. <sighs> I had another quick question. I heard your discussion on synthetic oil. Uh huh. And, and with this diesel, is there? I mean, can they handle synthetic oil? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I have an eight. I run synthetic. He has a twelve that runs synthetic. My sister has a ten that we all run synthetic. So really? you're yeah. 540. I'm, and I want to tell you something. Matter of fact, if you came into my shop, I would recommend that you went to 540. Now, okay. the, 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 the conventional is a 1540, and the synthetic, semi-synthetic or conventional is a 1540, yes. and then the, the synthetic is a 540. Right. And you'll get better fuel economy, and your Duramax can handle 540 with no problem whatsoever. So, all right, thank you very much. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. 
If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents Half-Off Tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half-off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem, Alan Salem sitting here next to me. My grandson, Mark Salem, sitting to my left. You got the three Salem boys right here helping you out with any kind of problem that you need. Oh, you want me to turn off the speakers? My grandson's helping me run the board, and he's telling me the speakers are on, so there's an echo. Is that what you're saying? Yes. What do you said? What? There's, um, the speakers are on, okay. and you told me to tell them if you were off because <laughs> you kept making mistakes. <laughs> Like you always do. Your dad's bugging me. Yeah. That's why your dad's making comments in my ear that he should just shut up, and then that I wouldn't be, I could focus on the customers. No surprise. No surprise. Thank you very much. <laughs> All righty, your mic is dead. Okay, eleven twenty-two. Let me tell you real quick about Action Auto Repair. I seventeen in Deer Valley. Tom, I think I've known him from the late seventies to the early eighties. He started his own repair business in nineteen eighty-three. He's in the northwest corner of Deer Valley and I seventeen. Would you get your feet off my desk? What are you talking about? That. I took a shower this morning. Yeah, well, you could have fooled me. Nevertheless, Action Auto Repair, family-owned and operated. He has ASE Master Certified Technicians, and he knows the difference between right and wrong. And I doubt very seriously he's going to sell you two coolant flushes uh, a year apart, when in reality the coolant that you have in there is good for three or four or even five years. So Action Auto Repair, good guy right there. Roy, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yeah, I've got a 99 Ford Explorer, and it's the original air conditioning. And um, when I'm driving, well, I have two job sites, and I drive between them. Okay. And uh, let's say I jump in the vehicle, start up, and they're 30 miles apart. And so I start driving, and his air conditioning is working good. Nice and cool, and I get probably 10 miles into the drive, and then the, the AC starts blowing warm, okay. so the compressors shut down, and then all of a sudden, it starts blowing cold again, you know, and then it shuts down, and then it won't turn back the cold, so then I turn the fan off and give it like a minute or two and turn it back to on, and it starts blowing cold again, and then it will probably blow cold for the rest of the drive. Um, it, it periodically goes on and off like this. Okay. All the 
Let's let us ask you some questions. So the blower fan that blows air conditioning into the cab of the car is not intermittent. It'll do whatever you ask it to do. Correct. Yeah, it can go from high to low and, and works fine. Okay, so it's not intermittent. That's a key word. The blower is not intermittent. No. So. All right, you have a high-pressure switch and a low-pressure switch that's probably shutting the system down. The high-pressure switch would typically occur in stop-and-go driving, slow-speed driving, where we don't have a lot of air across the radiator and the condenser. So the high side will come up, and then the high-pressure switch will kick the, the compressor off to save it from being damaged. If that's the case and it's a high-pressure problem, then when you get on the freeway, there it never happens because you're moving so fast through the air that we've got a, a huge volume of air going through the grill and over the radiator and the condenser. So the real, the high-pressure switch, you need to determine whether this is an in-city driving issue or not, or if it's a highway issue or not. Now, to complicate matters even more, you have a low-pressure switch. What fan speed do you normally run it in? Uh, probably number three. Okay. Are you on highest it can go. Okay, recirculatory or normal or what are you what are your controls uh, at? I have it set at maximum AC. Okay. A lot of water when you park it? Uh condensation? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well let's let's take it off maximum and let's go to normal or outside air. And let's run a little warmer warmer air over the evaporator because the because you have a lot of water of course it is a humid we've had some hu humid days so the humidity is going to cause a lot of water but it all co also could very well be that you've freezing up the evaporator so it's got ice on it when you park it then we the ice quickly melts and and it goes through the the evaporator drain onto the ground but he said that the the, the it blows hot the volume of air doesn't change okay the volume of air would, ch if it was freezing up, it would change. Not necessarily, because we've seen it where only you, we drop a camera inside there, yeah. and only half the evaporator's frozen. So we've seen it before where half the evaporator or a third of the evaporator's frozen. Now, here's the problem. When we freeze up a third of the evaporator, we stop the internal flow to some extent. Right. So we're not really able to, to, to flow through the evaporator, because the Freon that comes into the evaporator is real cold. So there's a fan behind it. So the fan blows air across the evaporator, and it blows it into your face. So if it freezes up, now, if it freezes up, almost always it's low on refrigerant. Almost always. When was the last time you had it serviced? Oh, years. Years okay. ago. I, I, I had my own Freon, um, oh, uh, you know, throughout the years. Okay. Um, well, let me, let, me, let me explain what we have now real quick. We have a piece of equipment that we actually hook up to your car, and we suck all your Freon out. We clean it. We remove the water and the moisture. Well, water is moisture. Water, moisture, and any trash. We weigh it. Then we look at the sticker on your car, and it says that you hold 3.1 pounds. And we look at the machine, and it says, I only have 2.1 pounds. So a pound is 16 ounces, not a 12-ounce can, not a 10-ounce can, not an 8-ounce can. A pound is 16 ounces. People get that mixed up. They, they, they have a three-pound system, so they put three cans in, but those cans are 12 ounces, not 16 ounces. So the machine says, hey, we need another 16 ounces in this. So we put your refrigerant back in. So you don't lose the refrigerant that you had. We just charge you a fee for the service and for one pound of refrigerant. 
That's as close as we've ever had to a dipstick in an air conditioning system. We, my industry, in, in, in my whole life, and I've been in this business 37 years, this piece of equipment not only has made me money, but it's made me a hero more than any other piece of equipment I had. Remember the guy with the Volvo? Nobody could fix his Volvo. He had no idea how come it wouldn't blow cold air. We did exactly what I talked about. The guy came back, chased me around the front counter trying to hug me. <laughs> so it, it's you need to have somebody do that. Do you, do you remember what the price is on that? Uh, it, the service is, is 85 Plus the Freon. Plus the Freon and the die. Okay. All right. Yeah, die or whatever, yeah. But he hasn't had it serviced in a couple of years, so there's really no need for die. I no. mean, well, it depends on how low it is. Right. But um, And then usually we recommend Schrader's. Okay. Um, you know, Schrader's, which are, you know, 10 bucks a piece or whatever. Okay. So th- those are the kinds of things. And you can check the Schrader valves yourself. Just put a bunch of spit in both of them and see if you if you got bubbling out. But keep in mind that when the system is dead, static, not doing anything, you're going to have about 60 pounds in each side. When it's running, you'll have 30 pounds on the low side, and you can have two or 300 on the high side. So there's a big difference when it's running and when the key's in your pocket. And, and checking the Schraders, it's more important to check the Schraders when it's actually running, so the high side's two or 300 pounds and the low side's at 30. Then you can check the low side when the key's in your pocket because that's going to be 60 or 70. So hopefully that makes sense. John and Dick, you guys stay right there, and we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to give you guys a hand. Thompson's Auto Repair is over in Mesa, and he's off of Maine, just east of Stapley. Been around since 1970. Brian and Thelma are exactly the kind of people you want to do business with. They're the second-generation Thompsons, and they do know how to work on cars, and they treat their customers very fair. He's also the only guy in Mesa I like. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either, and that is a beautiful thing too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 
Bible, now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich? No. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving? makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more. All on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Oh, I think we're going to take the callers first because they've been holding a long time. Roy? No, Roy, we did. Joan? John. John, John. I, I, I can't tell my H's from my A's. John, how are you? What can we do for you? I'm good, Mark. I've got a friend that's got a couple. He's had a couple of different Toyota pickups. Uh, he currently has a Tacoma, and he had the same problem with a Tundra. Uh, when he opens the, the driver's door to get out, if he doesn't open it fully and block it, It'll come back and about, you know, amputate his leg. Ooh. He says he's had it on more than one vehicle. Does that sound like something you guys have ever heard of? Uh, no, I can speak for me. I, I've never had anybody ever say anything like, uh, is it is it possible that he's opening the door with vengeance and the door reaches its maximum opening but then springs back at him? No, we talked about that. Okay. And, uh... And he he's a fairly sharp guy. Okay. So he has to he has to hold it and be very careful when he exits because if you just open it like a normal person would, it'll come right back on you. Okay. Well, on on American cars, there's this cam with three indentations, and when you open the door, it fall, the pin falls into the first one, the second one, then the third one, and that's what keeps the door open. Um, I'm not familiar with what a, a Toyota is going to look like, but it's going to have something that's similar to that. And I think on a Toyota, if you'll look about middle between the upper and the lower door mount, you're going to see kind of a flat bar that goes into the door. And I'm not quite sure at the end of that bar. I guess the question would be this. Does the passenger side do the same thing? 
And if the passenger side does exactly the same thing, I don't know where I would start other than taking the door panels apart. But if the passenger side doesn't do the same thing, and depending on the miles on the truck, then I think you'd take the door panel off the driver's side and see what the heck's going on. But that's the only thing I can think of. Well, that makes sense. I, I, I told him if anybody would have seen it, you guys would have. Yeah, we we haven't. I I I I mean, since since 1979, I don't remember anybody ever saying that the door comes back at me. I think is what you're saying. When I open it, yeah. I don't open it with vengeance. As I, it's almost as if the truck is leaning towards the passenger side in a very uh, steep manner. So when I open the driver's door, it comes back at me real quick. And so, um, I, yeah, I that's what that's exactly what he said. That's how he that's how he analyzed it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that it so, seemed like it was what it was doing. Well, and well, then one, one other thing too is, is have him stop by a body shop. Those guys have dealt with stuff I haven't. So sure. ha- just have him stop by a body shop that maybe is signed up with his automotive insurance because they'll. He walks up and he hands him his you know farm bureau or his state farm or his farmer's card and just say, I know you're a designated repair shop. Can you look at this for me? And typically they'll help you out that way. All, All right, righty, John. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you, Dick. You're up next. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. I've got a 2012 Ford Fusion. And one of the front lights has gone out. It's not the headlight. It's a little round clear light, clear light that's below the headlight okay. uh, on the outside. Um, I went to um, to a um, parts place, bought a bulb. A lot of times they'll put them in for you, but they told me they couldn't put this one in. I'd have to take it over to my shop or the dealership, so I... I took it over to this independent shop that I've used for years, and they said, well, we've got to take the bumper off to get this light on. It's going to cost you $125 or so. And I said, well, okay. Then they called a little later, and they said, well, the wires are burnt, so we've got to put in a whole new um, whatever light holder fixture down right. there. It's going to be 675 bucks to replace a light bulb. Is that legitimate? Well, I, I can't tell you if those two prices are correct, but I can tell you that pulling the front bumper on some cars to get to the lights is something that we're seeing more and more. Frequently. Um, we're we're having to pull the front bumper for a lot of things. We pull the front bumper to get the radiator out of it. We pull the front bumper to deal with lights. We f- pull the front bumper to work on the bottom of the radiator or the air conditioning com- condenser. So a lot of the things, because they're, they're wrapping the bumpers all the way around the front of the car, and the height has changed dramatically where the bumper itself is 12, 14 inches tall, that makes a difference. In your how case... About, how, about, how about having to replace the... The I guess the light fixture itself. Well, what they're saying is is the socket is burned. They're saying the socket. So the lamp got hot, and the socket burned up the housing that holds the bulb and holds the socket. So they're saying it, it comes as a complete assembly. I would offer you the opportunity to just get one that's used. Uh, I would just replace the uh, the socket, just clip the two wires and put a new socket on it. Well, uh, I doubt if that's going to be available, but that's certainly a, a place to that's start. That's what we typically do, like for the DRLs on, on Chevy pickups that are always burning out. Yeah. We clip them off. We can get just the, the socket. Just the, and I'm looking at this here. It's a projection style uh, It's a projection style beam, so they use it as, they're using it as a fog light. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, You've got a couple of different choices. Certainly, you could buy the assembly from a junkyard. 
And, and and if you have the old one in your hand and they give you one that's burnt like yours is, then you know the difference. But you could do that. You could say, I'm going to stop by and pick up the assembly and I'm going to go shop with it. You could do it on the phone. The question I would have to the junkyard is this. What years does this cover? And he's going to look in his book and he's going to say, Mark, it's actually from 2010 to 2014. All the cars have this same fog light assembly. Perfect. How many of those you got? Well, let me look at my computer. I've got eight. Do you have any right front? Do you have any passenger side ones? Yeah, I have two passenger side ones. Okay, how much you want for it? Now, they're not stupid because they know that that's a $600 light. But in reality, they're going to feel pretty bad about charging you 300 bucks for it. But you're going to get the light at more than 50% discount. More than. So I, I think I would look that now. You could also get on the phone and call the Ford Parts Department and say to them, do you have a bulb assembly or a, a socket assembly for the passenger side fog light? The front passenger side fog light. Can I buy the pigtail, which is the socket with the two wires coming out of it? And see, I think that's the problem. I, I don't think it's going to be available from the dealer. I think we're going to have to buy it in the aftermarket. Okay, and if that's the case, then where would you buy it from? Um, well, Jeff has a pigtail book downstairs that's this big that we were looking through the other day. I can get any any pigtail. All right, so Alan is raising his hand. And Dick, have you got your pencil handy? Okay. Um, 480-598-1234. And you call him up and you say, hey, I talked to you and you had a book the size of three Bibles. And here's the VIN number and the year of my car. And give him your phone number and he'll look it up for you. Yep. Now, okay. And what, what's, his, what's his name? Alan. Well, okay. it, it, it depends on whether I'm mad at him. I call him Alan when I like him, but when I'm really mad at him, I use bad words. So I'm not. I'm going to pass on giving you those. But I also okay. want to say, here's something else. Um, they still have your car, yes? No, we've got the car back. We didn't. Um, we didn't have it done. So. Okay. Did you get the old socket? Did you get the old I light? Would, I would assume so. No. Do you have it in the car, or do you have it in your hands? I think it's in the car. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, well, we'll work on this for you. And uh, if okay. we can find something, we call will. Call me Monday. Call me Monday, and I'll, I'll get it handled for you. All right, perfect, perfect. We're going to take a quick break. The lines are open, 602-508-0960. So I think I can usually handle three calls between now and the 58 mark. So, again, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. The right to free speech has been a cornerstone of our democracy from the moment our Constitution was created. And yet, over 200 years later, this crucial right is under attack from an unlikely source, college campuses. With safe spaces, protesting speakers, and political correctness run amok, our universities have become the most dangerous place for ideas in the country. That's why Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla have teamed for their new movie, No Safe Spaces. It's a thoughtful yet entertaining look at how we got here and how we can fix it. But they need your help. Hollywood won't make this movie. The only way to get this important message to the masses is with the help of people like you. And so far, the response has been amazing. Originally, it was slated for a limited release, but as the support poured in, they realized this message was too important. So now, they want to get it into theaters across the nation. That's why they've started a campaign to raise enough money to do just that. And you can help. Just go to their website, nosafespaces.com, and donate today. Again, that's nosafespaces.com. The media landscape has changed. Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. Wrong. I personally think this race is over. To me, this race is over. Politico's latest survey agrees, quote, Clinton will crush Trump. Wrong. From major network television down to local radio. 
fake news is being exposed. You are fake news. But there's one station that doesn't talk at you, but with you. One station that doesn't talk about important people, but to them. There's one station that doesn't pretend to be what it isn't. That station is the number one conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Don't stand for entertainment in place of information. Stand with The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot isn't just a trend, it's a statement. Your voice, your station. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. Together, we will make America great again. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the why as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the why. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. I want to remind you that our show starts at 10. So between 10 and 11, um, we have lots of slots open, but between 11 and 12, we take lots of calls. So if you want to get in and you have a car problem, you've got two ways to handle it. You can show up a little earlier at the show, about 10 o'clock hour, because like I said, we go for two hours. Or you can email me at mark at salemboysauto.com. Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. Now, the area of of my shop. The, the reason I send people to Scottsdale and to, to the West Side and to to Mesa is because that's what's in your best interest. I'm sending you to shops that I know will take good care of you, and I think it's really it would be real irresponsible of me to try to get everybody to my shop. But I will tell you the areas that are in my geographical area, and you'll see that it's a very small portion with respect to West Tempe, West Chandler, West Gilbert, Ahwatukee, Sun Lakes. So you can kind of see I'm in that southwest quadrant of Tempe. You can come from anywhere if you want to come. You're more than welcome to call and make an appointment. But my area, again, is Tempe, Chandler, Gilbert, Ahwatukee, Sun Lakes. That's kind of the area. I don't really pull from Mesa. I don't pull from Scottsdale. I have some Phoenix addresses, but most of them are in the Ahwatukee area. So that's kind of, I'm just helping you with that. IMM Auto Services is in the northeast portion of Tempe, and he's been around since 1972. He's one of those guys that has ASE Master Certified Technicians. He works on domestics as well as imports, but he specializes in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So Volvo, Saab, Fiat, Alfa Romeos are vehicles that they work on from bumper to bumper, and some of those cars 
we don't accept because we know they're sophisticated or we don't have the necessary equipment to diagnose them. So they can do your Honda, your Toyota, your Chevy, your Ford, and your Chrysler in your garage. And if you have a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo, they can do those too. Ken, good morning to you. How can we help you today? Yes, Mark. Uh, I, uh, my daughter has a 1994 Honda Accord, four-cylinder, 65,000 miles on it. We've uh, replaced all the motor mounts. We have a, a, a problem for years already with the idle. And it's only at lights, whether you have the air on or not, it just uh, it's idled so low it shakes the car. And okay. once you get going, it's fine. It's just that doggone idle. Okay, now, but the, here's, here's how, how I can save you a lot of diagnostic money. If the air isn't on, is the problem there? Yes. So it's both with and without the air. Correct. Oh, that throws it into something completely different. Um, that that idle on that fuel injection engine, your Honda, um, there is a process to check the idle, but in fact the computer controls the idle. And turning screws up on the what we call the throttle body is not the thing that you need to do. Right, That's right. not what you should do. Now, there's usually an idle air control motor, which is this electric motor with a cone on the end of it, and we shut off an air passages passage or we open up the air passage to make the idle happen 65,000 miles it would be worth having somebody first of all you got to find somebody who's done this before what part of town are you in I'm in the Glendale okay I would probably swing over to Kurtz or Action Auto on the I-17 Okay. Uh, I, I would do that, and I'm quite sure. And I'll tell you something else. You're in Glendale, but Indian School, um, Larry Harker's at 38th Avenue in Indian School. I know he could figure this out. Okay. Um, but Action and uh, Kurtz Auto Repair up there on the uh, I-17 corridor, they could do that. And And I want you to do it this way. The car runs fine. Our problem is this. No matter if the air is on or off when you come to a traffic light, the car feels as though the idle is too low. Right. And if my daughter just ever so slightly touches the throttle, then then everything smooths out and it's to her liking. Yeah, that's exactly what she does. But see, when you give it to us that way, you've just saved yourself a lot of diagnostic money or otherwise we got to go do that. So when you put that in those kinds of words, and don't be like all the rest of the men that are engineers. They tell us how to fix it, and they'll never tell us the symptoms. So they'll come in and tell us, you know, reset the idle we do, and it doesn't fix it. But they want us to pay for their bad decision. So if you just give him what I told you, that'll save you a lot of money because he's not going to have to go drive it to determine air on, air off. You're going to tell him it's the same. Okay? Right. right. Thank you, Mark. You bet you can. Bob, you're up next. How can I help you? I wanted your opinion again. My brother uh, ran into a tree and crashed his car, and the car is only like the Ford Transit. It's only one to two years old. Okay. And uh, the insurance company is wanting to total the vehicle, and they want to give him $16,000 for the vehicle, and he owes 19000 on it. And uh, I think the repair came in at 13000 and that was from the dealer. Okay. So there I want I didn't understand this gap issue. Yeah. Anyway, I was just wanting your opinion on Does that. Does he have gap insurance or not? No. Okay. That means that his gap insurance would pay the difference between the 16 and the 19. Right. But he doesn't. Okay. Just because they said 16 doesn't mean it's going to be 16. Um, he has a right 
to go out and get other experts and other opinions. Right. Um, so we're I, talking about the payoff? Yeah. So talking about, okay. Yeah. Um, I want you, have you got your pencil handy? No, I don't, but I can get it. All right, get your pencil handy because I'm going to, I think I'm going to help you. Um, there's a well-respected friend of mine that does this for a living. And um, he's very good at it, but but he's also very capable of saying to you, Bob, um, it, it's they're giving you what it's worth, and they're giving you a fair price. Or he'll say, Bob, um, if you would let me, I'll write a new sheet on it, and then let's present them with that and see if we can get a little closer. What you don't want to do is buy that back and fix it because it's going to come with a salvage title. That's a bad that's, deal. That's right. Yeah. And, and the airbags didn't go off on this thing. Well... Okay, maybe we get another. Wh- wh- where do you live? Are you in North Phoenix? He's in Scottsdale. Okay, <sighs> I don't really have a a paint and body shop in Scottsdale. That well, what uh, about Phoenix Body Works? Well, that's that's the perfect place. I mean, Greg over there is he's a smart son of a gun. He's he's a no BS guy. He knows what he's talking about. He has the respect of insurance companies, all that kind of stuff. Is it drivable by chance? Oh no no no. Okay. No, no. All right, you'll have a tow bill, but uh, certainly you could take it over to Phoenix Body Works, or you could say to Greg, "Is it possible for uh, for you to come and look at it real quick?" Now, I also have another uh, uh, shop in Scottsdale, Rain Tree at Hayden and Rain Tree. Um, that's owned well, that's, by. That's like right down the road. Yeah, Rain Tree Auto Body. I would get him involved. Yeah, but uh, they're not. Oh, are they Auto Body? Well, see, this is about Raintree that most people don't know. They have the relationship with the Audi, the Mercedes-Benz, and the Porsche dealers to do all their paint and body work. So these guys are a little extra special because they only work on the real expensive stuff. But Andy Val and his sons run the place. And I know that uh, I know that they would look at it for you. And if it's close by, then they oh, would go yeah, look at it for it's, you. It's down there at Power or whatever. Yeah. And um, and then they would give you a, a good idea. But I, you got your pencil handy. I want you to call yes. my daughter Andy, A-N-D-I, and ask her for Mike Sheehan's phone number. Mike, S-H-E-E-H-A-N. Mike Sheehan. Okay. Mike does that for a living. And he'll go out and look at your truck car for you or the, the transit van. He'll come up with an amount that he thinks is fair. He'll pass that on to you and your and your brother. And uh, and then you, if it's an if it's a number that conflicts with the insurance company, then the insurance company and Mike and you and your well not you but your brother, right. you guys will all negotiate a happy medium. But don't buy that back. It comes with a salvage title. That that's a bad deal. Yeah, that's I a know bad that. Deal. Right. All right. I was just wondering if I could find somebody else that would fix it for. a but see, I think the insurance company don't want to. They got some formula that they say, well, we're not spending more than such a percentage of the vehicle. They do. That's what. That's how it works. And, that's and, right. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that Greg or Andy Val from Raintree wouldn't say, "Oh no." I don't want to replace that bumper. I can paint that and make it look nice. I don't think I need to replace this. And besides that, they got way too much time right here. So that's the kind of conversation that can happen. What happens if they drop it down? Somebody haps, says, you know, I'm not going to do that for $16,000. i will do it for 14000 or I'll do it for 13000 Right. You know? So you have nothing to lose by involving Andy Val, maybe Greg, and maybe Mike. You can pick one of those three guys and start there. Okay? And where, what's Andy's phone number? 
Andy Val at Raintree Auto is 480-951-3441. And you're probably going to talk to either Andy or uh, Paul, his son. And you wrote down my daughter's name, Andy. Right. And, and but I, what's Andy's phone number? My daughter you're talking about, right? Yes. Okay, 480 598 1234. 480 598 1234. Okay, and that was Andy, and what was the other name? Um, Andy is my daughter, and that, that goes with the. Oh, you said Andy at Rangeview. Oh, Andy Val, V A L, and his son Paul. Paul, what Paul and Andy. Are the uh, okay. and and obviously his is A and D Y. So, yeah. well, good luck to you, Bob. Okay, thank you. You betcha. That ha- say that again. Um, oh, okay. Um, y- y- you run across that because you you deal in those kinds of wrecks and you oh, yeah. deal with in. Uh, I deal with the insurance companies. You deal with the dealers, and so we have a perspective. Both of us have a perspective. The insurance companies, to some extent, are flexible to some extent, but they're not going to pull a bunch of money out of their pocket to make you happy. Yeah, well, and I was thinking with this guy, most of the time people want their, they want extra money to get their car totaled, where this guy wants a lower bid not to total the car. Yeah, but he said something that was so important to me. The airbags didn't deploy. No, I know. I know. That that indicates that the that this crash was well underneath any kind of threshold to toss the bags. Yeah, but still, you're going to have that mark on the Carfax and, and okay. you'll, and, and, I mean, if it were me, yeah, I'd go out there and accidentally, you know, knock he, the rearview mirror no, off. And... No, no, stop that. <laughs> no, I know. Just... But, 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 if it were you, would you come out of pocket three thousand uh, dollars? That's what they're asking him to do. No, I would. I would negotiate, but I would not want it repaired. Me, okay. in my opinion, and I, I, I made that clear to yeah. him. But he's got a three thousand dollar flip right, here. Right. So right. I'm thinking if we can work out somebody that will bring it down just a little bit and make it more favorable. And maybe cut a corner or two, but at least there's not four thousand dollars worth of airbags that have to right, go back right, into that thing. Right. So yeah. Anyway, all right. My email address mark at marksalem.com. You can send me an email if you leave me a phone number. I like to call you back, and I always call from a blocked line. So if you get one, you run a risk of it being somebody that's an idiot or. It could very well be this idiot, Mark Salem. But I'll always identify myself right at the beginning. I'll say, Jim, you sent Mark Salem an email, and my name is Mark Salem. Have you got a minute to talk to me? And I usually have more questions that I want answered, and usually that's better. Don't forget, car repair has to do with dialogue. It has to do with you symptoms, your symptoms, and me asking you questions, just like we demonstrated on the show today. Does the air conditioning work when you're at highway speeds or city speeds? Because it makes a difference. That's the kind of dialogue that needs to take place. Mark at MarkSalem.com. I'll see you next Saturday, 10 o'clock.